Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Sunday, April 9th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, bastion, which means a place of security or survival. Bible. Bastion. Hope everyone is enjoying their Sunday, Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to you all. Whether it be family gatherings or going to church or Easter egg hunts, hope everyone enjoys their Easter Sunday. Man, um, by the way, <laughs> like I said, it's Easter, but due to egg inflation, a bit of a surprise, and I found that, uh, well, I really couldn't find it too surprising. I just think it's just uh, pretty good the way folks are improvising. Uh, do the eggflation, you know, the, the price of a carton of eggs is, is up, up, up. But economists say that it has dropped some from that uh, almost $10 a carton mark to now, I guess it's like 6 or $8 a carton. So folks, you know, hey, a lot of folks, they couldn't afford those eggs. So they are painting potatoes. So that's a shot in the arm for the uh, farmers out in Idaho. <laughs> Everybody's painting uh, potatoes now. I almost said tomatoes, excuse me. Potatoes, wow. Uh, just odd, but hey, like I said, uh, due to an eggflation, I should say, the price of a carton of eggs went up. A lot of folks couldn't afford it. So hey, they decided to paint potatoes. Works for you, it works for you. I mean, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it does. I mean, maybe some folks say, hey, they're going to bite the bullet and just go get some eggs. But pretty good idea. I've seen some pictures and, hey, they look pretty good. Uh, like I said, definitely a shot in the arm for those uh, farmers out there in Idaho. Hey, there goes the, uh, maybe, quite possibly, maybe it'll drive the price of potatoes up. Uh, I hope it doesn't drive it up too much more. Man, a, a, a bag of potatoes. Wow, that's expensive too. It just is. So folks are, you know, they went from the traditional route of eggs to potatoes. Wow. Hey, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Like I said, it's Easter. I, I hope everyone enjoys their Easter. And uh, hey, this is the day which the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Man, hope everyone celebrates it and enjoys uh this Easter uh, coming, well, we're about, what, a year, two years out of the pandemic. Uh, we all remember that, how uh, Easter went when we were in COVID-19 lockdown. So I guess folks are getting back to normal, if that sounds feasible. Man, yeah, I think people are getting back to normal. Man, I, I guarantee you, I put any amount of money on it, you can't even get in the church house today. <laughs> Everyone's showing off that fine Easter Easter apparel. All the church ladies with the big colorful hats and the men with their nice pastel colored suits and brims. <laughs> happy Easter, happy Easter. Let me stop, let me stop. Ah, uh, man, the rain is gone. Man, we got about two and a half days of rain uh, some places here in North Carolina, they got over two. Some got close to five inches of rain in, in, in a short period of time. Of course, you know that led to some flooding or fear of flooding. Uh, man, I, I'm not going to complain because, hey, I certainly, I kind of enjoyed that rain. 
it, it was uh, somewhat refreshing. And it brings me back to that old spring saying. March winds, yeah, we had winds in March. So you know, April showers bring May flowers. So if you guys started planting your little garden, it's gonna come a blooming soon. Yeah, man, we had some rain, that rain. And, and, and man, when was that? Um, I wanna say Friday? Friday, man, I was off and I said, well, let me get up and go out and do some things. I went out and man, the rain was just coming down. I hadn't seen rain like that here in North Carolina in a minute. It is most welcome. Uh, you know, of course, temperatures dropped down in the 40s. But today they're saying temperatures are going to be near 60s, but we're going to have a little bit of wind. So that won't really feel like the 60s and be feeling like the lower 50s, maybe even the 40s. And tonight, of course, we're going to have a little bit of frost. Well, we are due that one frost uh, again before the temperature really breaks. And we get into that spring, early spring, going into the summer. Uh, later on this week, they're saying temperatures are going to be near the 70s, might even hit 80. That will be welcoming too. Love this time of year. Love this time of year. This is probably easily my first or second uh, most favorite time of the year. I, I, early fall and, and early spring, they usually tie for me. Uh, not too cold, not too hot, just right. Uh, yard work. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing some yard work probably later on this week again. Much needed. Much needed. Uh, man, I hadn't really done yard work out there in that yard in a while. So it is much needed. And I enjoy getting out. Like I said, it's not too hot, not too cold, just right. And I could get a lot done. So I will be doing some yard work. Now, uh, like I said, with that frost, is this going to be our final frost of the season? Time will tell. Uh, if you listen before, I, I, like I say, if you're from the South, you know we are due one more frost, uh, a two at the most. So maybe tonight will be the, the first, or maybe it'll be the last frost of the season. Who knows? Hey, springtime in the South, springtime in the South. So I hope everyone gets out today and enjoyed this uh, lovely weather on Easter Sunday because there is no rain forecasted. So I, I, dare I say, folks, will be out and about. They will, they just will. All right, let's go get it. Now, we all know about the uh, fentanyl crisis here in the United States. Uh, those, uh, you know, that synthetic opioid that is, uh, man, it's just taking a lot of folks out. And I'm not being uh, funny or, or trying to uh, be a butt, but it's taking a lot of folks out. That, that This fentanyl crisis in this country, it is, whew, it, it is, it, it's just horrible. But if you... Um, Remember back in 2021, uh, September of 2021, to be more specific, a well-known and beloved actor lost his life to a uh, fentanyl overdose from heroin. Uh, heroin was laced with fentanyl. And that's Michael K. Williams. Now, if you're not, you said to yourself, you might not be familiar. Who's Michael K. Williams? Well, Michael K. Williams, uh, like I said, well-known and beloved actor. I love that guy's acting style. I just did. I just did. And I was uh, I was saddened to hear of his passing because he was supposed to come out with some more works and he OD in his New York uh, penthouse apartment back in September of 2021. Uh, he's well known. Like I said, he's best known from uh, The Wire, 
Omar, we all remember uh, Omar, the uh, stick-up kid who would stick up drug dealers, and, and whenever he came on the block, you would always hear, Omar's coming, Omar's coming. And he's that traditional and that all-too-well-known black trench coat with that double-barrel shotgun. <laughs> and, of course, he's known for Boardwalk Empire and uh, uh, just a... He could run the list of the, his, his acting accolades, but I most remember him, like I said, from The Wire and another show he had called Hap and Leonard. That was my favorite show. It just was. A lot of people didn't like it. They thought it was corny. I enjoyed it. They were, uh, what were they, bounty hunters or, or whatever that were going around to right the wrong that had been done. To, I guess it was like a Robin Hood story or something like that, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his acting style. I, I always said he was one of the best actors I had seen. Well, he, like I said, he OD'd back in uh, 2021 from that heroin-laced fentanyl. Uh, at that time, what they were, what they're saying, the numbers, wow. Um, and I, and, and I say this, this was, these numbers go back to 2019 to 2020 or 21, but those numbers are going to, uh, of course, are higher now. Uh, one of the contributing factors they're saying for, for the uptick in uh, these, this, these, these, overdoses COVID a lot of people were isolated and they needed I guess an escape so back in 2019 through uh, 2021 it was reported that 106,000 people had died over dosing from fentanyl and heroin and and uh, they said that death toll it continues to rise uh, up to 70,601 deaths that same year in 2021. You could add him to the list also. Now, what what has come out, and, and, and this is uh, quite possibly, well, not quite possibly, it is a thing. Uh, we've had a few cases here in North Carolina, right around here in the local area. I mean, the last one I heard was a, of a fentanyl overdose with heroin, uh, around Apex, North Carolina, where they are now charging the drug dealers for the death of those uh, people that use these, this fentanyl and heroin. Now, uh, Michael K. Williams, like I said, he OD'd. So they have charged his drug dealer with murder and a co-conspirator also. I thought, wow. But the, it, it's following the trend. Um, I can remember when this first started and I, of course, said to myself, how in the world are you going to charge a drug dealer with someone that voluntarily goes and buys these drugs? Now, when fentanyl first hit for me, I thought, wow, how horrible. What drug dealer would lace his drug with something that, that could kill someone and you won't have that person coming back to buy drugs? But apparently, there's a market for it. Didn't know it. Um, I, I, I've always heard people say there's a market for any and everything. So apparently there tr it's true. There's a market for fentanyl. Uh, a lot of addicts, they would go specifically to a drug dealer they know that has that type of drug. Not saying that Michael K. Williams was one of them, but could have been. I, I honestly didn't know, couldn't believe when I when it finally was, was revealed to me that, yeah, there's a market for it. Some folks even build up a tolerance for this uh, fentanyl-laced drug. Didn't know that. Uh, 
as long as you're ten toes down, you got to have your mind and your ears open to learn new things. And, and that was something new that, that I learned, and it startled me completely. So the New York Police Department, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, by, uh, more specifically, got together. They charged this drug dealer. They charged his uh, uh, co-defendant, who was also a, a drug dealer with him also. And, and, it, and, and I said, well, how in the world did they narrow it down to these two? Well, apparently, hey, Big Brother is always watching. Security cameras on the streets, apartment buildings, traffic lights. So that's how they narrowed it down to these two. Uh, apparently, Michael K. Williams, uh, he may have or he did purchase drugs from these guys on a Brooklyn street. And they got them on camera. Big Brother's always watching. He's always watching. Never thought it could be used in this capacity, but it stands to reason. I mean, hey, you got cameras everywhere now. Uh, you, I mean, hey, I, I've been walking down the streets and looked up and I said to myself, damn, there's a camera looking at me. <laughs> so uh, officials, they pulled the cameras and I, I, they didn't really say, but it, it kind of brings up a, a question I have. Did they actually see Michael K. Williams buying drugs from these guys on that street corner in Brooklyn? Or was it that they were uh, these two guys or this well-known drug dealer, apparently he was known to do it and do it there. And they somehow, some way traced it back to, to that location. Because what the, the police did, and, and like I said, Big Brother's always watching, they uh, found a CI who went to where these guys, guys hung out and they had him purchase some drugs on multiple occasions from these two drug dealers. Now, by the way, if these two drug dealers or, or this drug dealer who took a plea, he admitted, hey, yeah, I sold drugs. I sold it to Michael K. Williams. So I guess that's why they're saying they, they narrowed it down to him and they pinpointed it. If he's convicted, he could face anywhere from five to 40 years in prison off of that plea deal. Uh, maybe we plea deal or give him five and he'd be right back out to continue doing what he's doing or has been doing. So they, they got this CI, they have this drug dealer on camera, the audio of him, you know, the drug transaction. And by the way, I guess they were horning in so hard and so they were so uh, fervent about proving that he was the one that sold Michael K. Williams the drug. They have him on camera talking to the guy about Michael K. Williams's drug overdose. Now, of course, he, the drug dealer and the co-defendant, they denied ever selling Michael K. Williams the drugs. And they said, yeah, we know about it. It's, it's horrible. But I, I want to say they said they don't sell drugs laced with fentanyl. Big Brother's always watching. Hell, he's probably watching me now. <laughs> It's always watching, always listening. Always got those antennas up. Can't do anything in secret anymore. And this case right here proves it. And like I said, there's many more cases going on throughout the United States where they uh, are flat out. If, if someone overdoses on this uh, uh, fentanyl and heroin or any other op opioid, because they do it apparently with the pills too, they're starting to charge these drug dealers with murder. First degree murder. Well, I mean, it stands to reason. If you're selling something that, that's laced with this fentanyl and everyone knows that fentanyl is a, 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 it will uh, quite possibly a strong chance, a possibility it will take you out 
and you're selling it and you know you got fentanyl in the drug, it ain't attempted murder. It's flat out murder. So they've ran the gamut and this is what they have decided. So yeah, he's been charged with murder and could face four, anywhere from five to 40 years in prison. Wow. Uh, times have changed with the, the these drug dealing and this war on opioids. The numbers, uh, like I said, I, uh, I feel safe in saying when they finally come out with the numbers as it relates to the COVID lockdown and, and now going forward, here we are in 2023, these numbers are going to rise and they're going to rise drastically. Fentanyl ain't no joke. Uh, for the longest time, I just didn't take it seriously. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I went, when, when I heard about it, and I heard it, you know, the drug addicts are overdosing. Not to sound harsh and cruel, but, you know, I was saying to myself, well, they get what they get. And, and, and when the, they said that the drug dealers were purposely selling the drugs laced with fentanyl, I thought to myself, why, like I said, how in the world would you sell something that could take your clientele away? I ain't no drug dealer. I ain't no former drug dealer. Uh, but it, it just didn't make sense to me as a business model. If I could say that, that you would sell something that would kill your clientele. But apparently, there's a market for it. Like I said, they build up a tolerance. This is what they actually want, want the, what they want to pursue. Uh, some drug addicts, they know who's selling the regular old heroin, and they know who's selling that laced with fentanyl. So they'll go to that one that is laced with fentanyl. Kind of makes you wonder also, can you really charge these drug dealers with murder if that drug addict knows that's what he sells, he or, she, he or she sells? Apparently so, because uh, hey, law enforcement is saying no way, no how. There, there's far too many people that are dying from this and we gotta take, this is a new war on drugs. Now there has been some state legislation and of course some are trying to uh, take it to the federal court where they're saying, hey, you can't target these, which I, I, I got to say again, it's, it's odd on a different level. Can't target these drug dealers. Some are saying you should target these drug dealers. For those that are saying you can't target these drug dealers because they're out here selling a product that these addicts know is laced with that and that's what they want. That's what they want to pursue. How can you charge them with it? Well, it's still an illegal substance. And it's killing folks. By thousands. I think I read somewhere uh, on an average per day upwards, I believe at that time they were saying six to maybe ten people a day, if not more, OD on fentanyl. Like I said, whether it be in the opioid form of pills or heroin, they're dying from it. That's a, that, that, that's, that's a lot of people that, that are just gone. For whatever reason, uh, of course, we could run the gamut. I could give you a list of the reason why people turn to, to drugs, but we all know that. We, we all have heard it all before, uh, like with the crack epidemic. Now, the difference for, for me personally, when, when, I, when I say the crack epidemic, as opposed to this fentanyl and, and heroin, we really didn't know when, when crack first hit the scene what the, the drawbacks or the side effects or, or the outright, what was the, the side effects of, of crack? We didn't know the long-term effect. Now with this heroin and fentanyl, we know. 
We've learned so much from the crack epidemic that when we see a problem like this, we know we have to, there has to be immediate action. But just like with crack, how are you going to combat it when you got clientele that purposely goes out and seeks this? Makes you wonder. Just does. Uh, boy, either way, it seems like the officials in New York have they their hands on it. And, and like I said, I can remember a case back here in North Carolina uh, a year or so ago where a young man had OD'd on uh, uh, fentanyl, lace heroin, and, and the officials here charged the drug dealer. So that seems to be the new uh, platform or, or whatever, what have you, with the war on drugs. That's the new fight. Good luck. Not being an arrogant, facetious jerk, but if you have clientele and that's what they're seeking, that's their only reason or, or purpose for existing is to go out and get something like this. Uh, good luck with combating that, just like with the crack epidemic. So many people have said, you know, now with this new uh, war on, on, on fentanyl, are they going to do exactly like they did with the uh, crack dealers back in the day? Start locking, locking folks up and we're going to have a even more overcrowding in our in our prisons. Maybe. There ain't no maybe. If they really and truly wanted to start horning in and 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 nailing these guys high hind parts to the wall, yeah, we're gonna have another uh, overcrowding of prisons. Because like I said, with that 106,000 uh, people that have died or overdosed from fentanyl, uh, more specifically 70,000 plus. Those are just the people that OD. What about the ones that are using, that are still using? So if you want to charge these drug dealers, get ready for another prison crisis. Also, folks are just going to be locked up. Just saw, just saw. Wow. Um, times have changed. Certainly didn't see that coming. When I first heard about it, you know, they were, before this happened, they were saying they were going to charge a drug dealer. I said, yeah, right. Maybe it's a naivete on my part. I said, yeah, right, whatever. You guys can't charge a drug dealer for selling drugs. Even though it's an illegal substance, you can charge them for that. But you can't charge them for murder. But apparently, you can. And they have. And they're going to continue. Because like I said, this is going on throughout the United States. Just is, just is. Wow. Well, I'm going to get out of here and skedaddle. Um, Got to go to work. It is Eastern. Just another day for me. It's work, 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 work. It just is. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor that I am sharing this podcast with has a great feature where you can leave a voice response and I would love to hear your voice. Or on YouTube, get in that comment section. I would really like to hear what folks have to say about this new war on drugs because this is the new war on drugs. It certainly has taken a different turn. You know, we've never heard of, uh, of uh, locking up a, a crack dealer. Uh, at least I have it no more than they were just selling illegal drugs. Never heard of crack dealers, maybe there were a few somewhere, somehow, that were actually charged with murder. But now this appears to be the new war on drugs. If you're selling uh, heroin or pills laced with fentanyl and someone overdoses, you could be charged with murder and go to prison. Hmm. 
Certainly is uh, something to think about. So get in that comment box and let me know what you think. Um, you can also, hey, you can also make monetary contributions. Continue to listen and follow once again on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are streaming or listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. And thank you for listening. My name is Stephen Carnegie. For this is just a thought. Amen.